Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast, your one-stop shop for all things geek culture. We cover movies, TV shows, and everything else in between. I am your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll, and of course, I am joined once again by my good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and of course, Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Gentlemen, how are we doing tonight? Great, man. Hey, good evening, man. How are you today? I'm so great, brother. How are you? Yeah, What's up? dude, I'm finishing my vacation. Uh, oh, yeah. yeah it's my last, oh, yeah, yeah. Last day of vacation. Uh, dude, it was awesome. I mean, even though I did a staycation, uh, it ended up being really good. Uh, a lot of quality time with the family. Uh, we ended up... Uh, What's the coolest thing you guys did? Well, we rented a, a house at a local resort, and uh, yeah, we just okay. used their, we used their pool the whole time. When we say <laughs> local local resort, was it like in this in our town or somewhere else in Georgia? Uh, it was uh, about twenty minutes away. Really, a yeah. local resort? Okay. And, uh, yep. Yeah, nice little pool. Uh, had a little uh, sandy beach area. It was pretty cool, man. But uh, yeah, just a okay. lot of fun and sun. That's Sweet. it. Sweet. Well, yeah. that's awesome. For Back me, on the grind now. For me, let's see what's new with me. Well, trying to buy a house still. Still no luck, so that's unfortunate. You, I guess you, I don't know, I mean, I guess the coronavirus is affecting people putting their homes up on the market. I guess people are thinking, nobody's going to want to buy a house right now in this economy, but the reality is, every time a house goes up for sale, there's like a bunch of vultures out there trying to get the house, so it's like... I just wish people would start listing their homes more. I really need to buy a house soon. So, guys. listeners <laughs> out there, if you have a house that you need to put up for sale right now, now would be a good time. That's right. If help, you got a, help, help a guy out. If you got a three bedroom, two bathroom at the minimum with, you know, maybe a nice sunroom, a good backyard fence, a garage, I don't know, uh, maybe a bonus room to do a podcast. Who knows? Yep. Hit your boy up. But yeah, that's that's pretty much. What's going on with me? Anthony, how are you doing, man? Uh, I'm doing all right. Oh, it's been a long week, but, you know, it's been pretty good. Uh, starting a new job tomorrow, so that'll be a very interesting um, extra uh, little part of my life. Um, although I am a little uh, I'm a little down. Um, one of one of my favorite characters in a, in, in a show that uh, I grew up watching was, for me, it was... It was very similar to like Bill Nye in the sense of it was a gateway for me to the science world in a, in a fun way. Um, and that was um, he was on MythBusters. He was a part of their build team. His name was Granny Mahara. Um, he was just he, he was a he was a great part of their cast. Um, the, you know they they did all these cool experiments and really just showed you like some of the more fun sides of science and some of the scientific method that you could go through as you were doing things uh, but in a very fun way they would blow stuff up they would race things you know testing out just random things and you know Grant Hat was a he's a really good good guy and he also had a lot of outside accomplishments outside of that he was he was a huge champion in the BattleBot circuit you know, as as he was growing up, and also he was he was he worked for um, Industrial Lights and Film, or Industrial Lights and Magic, sorry. Um, and he was he, he helps on a whole bunch of different um, huge huge movies. He was a large creator of um, some of the R two D two stuff that was in the new trilogy, mm. or not, not not the new trilogy, but the prequel trilogy, the, um, the middle trilogy. Yes, the middle middle trilogy. As long as you know, dealing with some of the Jurassic World stuff. And um, let's see, he was like in ga- he helped with, with Galaxy Quest and different things like that. So he he had a huge um, movie background behind the scenes as well. Um, and you know he just he he was a great addition to this team of people who just you know really showed how science could be really really fun to a new generation. So how how did he die? 
Uh, he died of a brain aneurysm, unfortunately. Jeez. So you know, one of those, one of those silent, silent killers. Killer, yep. Yes, that you know just kind of creeps up on you, and you know, it's one of those things. It's like they're talk, they they can be talking to people. You know, everything's normal a day before, and then all of a sudden, you know, they're just they're just gone. It's you know, that's tragic. Yeah, it's man. one yes. of those things where if you don't react soon enough, like I mean, you think it's like just a headache, and if you but if you don't react, yeah. it, you're done, man. It's officially dead. <laughs> Yeah, it's and it, it's just it's just some one of those things. that's real quick, man. That is that is sad. Um, so sad to hear that. Well, rest in peace. Um, geez, yeah, I'm sorry to hear that, man. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. Did Justin? Did you watch MythBusters? Uh, yes, I absolutely did, man. I enjoyed MythBusters growing up. Uh, I didn't stick with it in the later seasons, but uh, I mean, it was one of those things where I enjoyed the interaction between everybody. Um, I always thought of him as a as a nice little uh, comedy. Like he he did a nice little, uh, I don't know. He just popped his head in every now and then. And he was building something. And he always yeah. throws something and then make it fun and yeah. uh, try to make you laugh type of deal. Uh, I mean, the main two guys were obviously like over the top and and kind of crazy at yeah. times. But he was kind of like that that smooth uh, middleman who like was kind of grounded to reality, uh, yeah. which was always always fun to watch. Uh, yeah, so definitely rest in peace for sure. Uh, major rip. Well, there's no easy way to kind of transition to our next uh, part of the podcast, but I will kind of move us on and uh, kind of get into some more news here. Justin, you have some stuff you wanted to uh, update us on. Th- something we've actually been talking about a lot the last few weeks, right? Yeah, uh, delays, man. We're talking about delays because of coronavirus, man. Still. So, uh, Gosh, Disney Disney Plus and or Disney overall, they were real slick, man. They released their uh, August uh, r- uh, release list, and yeah. uh, they just conveniently left out uh, Falcon and the Winter Soldier. Yeah, uh, like nobody was going to notice. Like yeah. Falcon and the Winter <laughs> yeah, like Soldier, nobody's paying attention yeah. when actually everybody is counting down to the release date of Falcon and the yeah. Winter Soldier, and uh, they left it off. And so people called them out on it, and, and then they had to release a f- uh, official statement saying, "Yes, they pushed back Falcon and Winter Soldier." They still have nine days of filming left to go. Yeah, and uh, it's a little, it's a little infuriating. To be honest with you. So I mean, what? Just because you felt like they were being shady, or just the fact that it's delayed? Uh, the fact that it's delayed. Like, yeah. yeah, new content is hard to come by these days. Uh, For sure. Yeah, I mean, or later today we're going to be reviewing one of the very few new movies released in the year 2020, and. Uh, I really feel like we need need something to entertain us, man. We need more, huh? We need more, especially we during need this. More. <laughs> yeah, especially during this time of like chaos and like pandemic and yeah, uh, having to stay home yeah. like again. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So I mean, it's delayed. Well, yeah. that that is sad. I mean, it's no surprise. I mean, I'm not surprised in any way. And you said all of their. Uh, MCU properties yeah. are delayed, right? Um, All the Disney Plus projects. Yeah, Marvel Disney Plus projects have been delayed officially in 2020. Uh, they didn't specify when the new release date is going to be. Uh, it may still be in 2020, but... Uh, I mean, they a, probably have no idea. I mean, I mean, I don't know. Like, It's what I've mentioned before on previous pods, man. Like, I want, It's going to be after Black Widow. I promise you that, man. It's gonna, yeah, because yeah, I guarantee you it connects somehow. Is Black Widow... Such a long wait. So Black Widow hasn't been... It's still November. Part of that. It's okay, still good, November. Good, good, no, no, good. No. Just yeah, Disney Plus. They're still praying that November works. November 1st, right? I believe is the date on that. Uh, I, I don't know. know. So it's okay. I know it's early November. I got to right? yeah. do one, Yeah, I got to do all the work around here, guys. It's fine. No big <laughs> deal. Okay. Um, well, I do have some, some really exciting news. Sure, man. Lift me, lift me up, yeah, man. Yeah, so... I learned we learned this week that two big movie stars have actually been cast to be um, 
co-stars of a new f- film franchise, a new Netflix film franchise uh, that is actually, Justin, you mentioned to me, is going to be the biggest uh, budget for a Netflix film. Yes. So yes. I'm, I'm talking about Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans being cast to be spies, like competing spies in a spy thriller, a Netflix original. It's a $200 million budget. Mm. It's called The Gray Man. This is just a little bit of research I've done and things that I've seen. It's going to be directed by the Russo brothers. Clutch, man. Yeah, yeah. Clutch. Which is huge. Yeah. So, I mean, if you liked Winter Sol- Captain America the Winter Soldier, which was pretty much a spy film, yep. uh, you'll like this. Um, and from the reports I've seen, it is supposed to be the launching point of a new James Bond-like uh, franchise. So it looks like we might be getting like multiple... Multiple movies a part of this, you know, saga. Yeah. Maybe I don't know. I don't know the full as, details. As long as the Russo brothers are on board the whole way through, I'm I'm on it. Yeah, man. that'll Let's be. They have definitely earned my trust from the very beginning yeah. of my knowledge of them. Yeah, yeah uh, for sure. And it will be interesting to see where they go with it because the gray man kind of implies that maybe one of the spies is not going to be like a black and white, good white hat, black hat type spy. Yeah. Like he's gonna work potentially Some sort of a gray in, area. Yes, <laughs> exactly. Um, so it'll be interesting to see how that plays out, and you know, yeah, could set up for like maybe like a buddy type type of event. You know, maybe. So yeah. apparently, Chris Evans is the villain, Ooh. and Ryan Gosling is the I guess hero or That's whatever. That's gonna be good, man. Chris Evans, yeah. I think he needs to do more villain roles because I mean, in, in yeah. Knives Out, man, he was so good as the as the villain. Oh, yeah, he was really good. Uh, yeah, I'm I'm fine with that. We always see him as the the hero or yeah. the, the main the main. He is character. like he is like uh, it just imprinted into everyone's mind as the good old boy Captain America. I think yeah. I think the Russo brothers are gonna have a really good time using him as a villain if they do because they oh, did sure. such a good time like developing as the hero and it's gonna be yeah. fun to to kind of flip it'll the be, script. It'll be really interesting if they use some of like the good guy things that they use for him in Captain America. As bad guy things like that, like the lo- the looks and like the way he presents himself, if it almost becomes a little bit confusing, to where it's like you're thinking the way he's presented, you're like he should be the good guy, but he's doing bad things, right? Yeah. So it kind of confuses your mind a little bit when there isn't that you know I, I, strict demarcate demarcation. Yeah, and I, I love these kind of movies, so I'm just, I mean. Yeah, and we're still waiting for James Bond to come out. Yeah, you know, oh, man, I'm so, down. Yeah, I'm a huge James Bond fan. So, yeah, yes. as you would know. T-Roll. So maybe <laughs> this is going to be like a new American Bond franchise. I don't know. I might be getting ahead of myself, but the, the early reports looked good, and the traffic on Twitter <laughs> talking about it, everyone's really excited. Yeah, uh, and we are excited here on the Royal Geek Podcast as well. So can't wait for that to come out. I believe it's going to be in 2021. So if we somehow make it through 2020, we do have things to look forward to. Yep. Let's do it. Bring it Which on. it's still up in the air if we're going to actually make it through 2020. But anyways, um, all right, well, let's uh, let's kind of move into our main spotlight for the evening. Uh, if this is your first time listening to the Royal, Royal Geek Podcast, we always like to highlight one specific topic every week. Um, we might do a review on a film or a TV series or maybe give you guys some sort of, you know, top five list of some sort of entertainment and today we are actually going to review a nice film that we just watched. It's a it's a Hulu original, right? Just yeah, Hulu original, yes. uh, newly released in 2020. That's right. Just came out like a couple weeks ago. Uh, we were talking about the comedy Palm Springs, 
which uh, s- stars um, Andy Samberg and Kristen Milioti. I hope I said that right. I believe I did. And then also J.K. Simmons. Yep. Um, really funny. Really funny film. Really fun. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There were some really fun moments. I'm excited to talk to you guys about it. But let me let me hit you first with the uh, the IMDb description of the film. Okay. So here we go. When carefree Niles, and that's Andy's character, and reluctant maid of honor Sarah, and that's Kristen, have a chance encounter at a Palm Springs wedding, things get complicated as they are unable to escape the venue, themselves, or each other. Which is because of the time loop that they're in, right? Yes, <laughs> they are all they're stuck yes. in a time loop. Yes, um, which... You know, uh, let's go ahead and say spoilers. You know, we're going to talk about spoilers for the film. Uh, that should be obvious by this point, but it's always good to give that little disclaimer. Um, yeah, they were stuck in a time loop, and it was a lot of fun. Yeah, so. it was a it was a modern Groundhog's Day. Very, very much so. Um, definitely a definitely a modern rated R <laughs> version <laughs> yeah. of Groundhog's Day. Yes, for sure, that's true. Plenty of uses of the F word. Um, yes, and some drug use and. A lot of other things, but uh, why don't we start here with, let's just talk about some of the things we really enjoyed, some of the highlights of the film. Um, let's see. So um, one, my first highlight was actually before the movie even started, and I saw Lonely Island Classics come up on the page, and I was like, okay, we got we got a good setup because I'm a huge <laughs> Lonely Island fan, and you know I love uh, some, the features that Andy Sandberg has done with his Lonely Island crew in in Hot Rod and Pop Star. Yeah. Um. So I, once I knew that um it was going to be brought by those same type of people, and it wasn't just going to be Andy Sandberg off with a another group of people. Although Andy Sandberg by himself is just hysterical on his own right, but. Once I knew it was going to be in that same vein, that really, you know, like, made me feel a little bit better about it, even though I was enjoying the movie in general. Yeah, overall, man, it was just uh, the whole premise, the time loop, I really enjoyed. Uh, I mean, we've ha- we've seen a few of these types of movies uh, fairly recently, like uh, like Happy Death Day. And, yeah. Uh, it's just, it, it was just refreshing to see it done in a comedic, live, die, repeat. comedic way. Yeah, live, die, repeat. That's right. Um or edge of tomorrow. Uh, Either way, I say yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, it's been it's been good to good to see. I love the comedy aspect of it. I really love the introduction of J.K. Simmons's character. Uh, Ro- oh Roy. yes, that was yeah. phenomenal. That was good. <laughs> oh, Roy, you dick. Yeah. He, so I mean, do you want to get into talking about the movie chronologically, or how did you feel about it? Yeah. What so, the highlights for you. So highlights for me. Um, hmm. No, I didn't really like it. No, I'm just kidding. No, it was it was funny. <laughs> um, you know, I, I think. I, I liked this the sequence of the film where Sarah realizes like w- when they start to bond yes. and yeah. it's just like several different clips of them just doing crazy things. Yes. yes. Like my favorite thing was when, and again, it, they, they, they're every day they wake up and it's on wedding day. So there's just yes. this massive party and the, the one where like he pulls a bomb out <laughs> yes. of the cake and then yes. takes it, Attaches it to a crossbow, shoots it in the air so it blows up. Yeah, that, well, yeah. and then like Sarah Hilarious. is like a Russian spy or something. <laughs> I, I I couldn't remember exactly. Yeah, yeah you're right. Russian, Eastern spies. European. I don't know, but it's it, yeah, just just absolutely absurd. You know, uh, so I I love that kind of sequence of the film. Um, and another highlight for me, actually, if you guys hopefully stayed around during the credits. Yes. I yes. Did. Okay. Yep. Yeah, that little scene where Roy shows back up at the wedding. And he says, your girlfriend called me. That's a crazy idea. 
And then Niles, he's like, he doesn't recognize him. And, yep. and again, J.K. Simmons is just a great actor. And you can just see his face where he is realizing, like, it actually worked. Yeah, it worked. And he is blown away, and he's just so happy. And Like and he's to, literally going to be. Yeah, and to me, I be, like, I don't know what y'all think, but I'm like, dude, there's, in my mind, he's going to get crazy drunk right now at this wedding. Yep. Wake up one more day and then do it right the next day. Yep. Yeah, that's exactly. You know, yep. I, I think that's what he was about to do. So yeah. that was that was a touching little scene at the end where Especially, he was just so yeah, happy. The build up they had with him, which I'm sure we'll get to a little bit later. Yeah, and yes. like talking about his family and yeah. stuff like. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's right. So that was kind of the, some of the big highlights for me. Uh, we can go chronological. The funny thing is, you know, it's a time loop yeah. movie. Yeah. Um, but let's just start at the beginning of the film. Um, so I I knew the premise coming in. Yeah. And I knew that Andy was Andy Samberg's character, uh, Niles, was, you know, already in a time loop. But I, I kind of thought that it was going to happen. We were going to see him go into, like, the, begin the time loop during that's the wedding. Ex- yeah, that's exactly what I yeah. was thinking. So it never happened. And, and you get to this point where Sarah, later in the night, kind of joins him. And they're kind of hanging out, get to know each other really well. And... uh goes to this cave and then i realized okay so he already knows about it yeah well, i first realized it when they were dancing at, yeah. the, at the and she was walking towards uh sarah and he was like dodging all these people and dancing yeah. with them and then he catches the guy in the chair and, and the, it like flashed my mind i was like oh shoot he's already in the time loop like yeah. like, like he, he already knew yeah, he already knew because yeah. he's, he's lived this day over and yeah. over and over again and then he gets to her and then he takes her to the the out in the prairie or whatever and they start making out and then Roy gets introduced. Yes, <laughs> so, which is uh, which yeah. Roy shoots him with a bow and arrow. Dude, and yeah. Like you have, I really identified with Sarah because because like I'm wondering what the heck is going <laughs> yes. on right now. You yeah. know. Well, one of the interesting things about what you guys just said is, I felt like the entire time he was in the loop. Like from the very beginning, I was like, okay. Like when I saw it, I was like, okay, so he's going to be in the loop. He is the base. And Sarah, I thought the entire time was going to be as she was, where she was like, because I felt like with both, if they didn't know each other before this, then the idea of them both going into the loop uh, during the movie didn't make sense to me. I felt like one of them had to have already been in the loop, and they were their base, and they were the guide, and then the other one had to fall into yeah. the time into the time loops time stream for for storytelling uh to make sense and be interesting in that and now that i've seen the film i get that at yes. first though i i guess i just i wasn't sure like i knew from the trailer that he unintentionally brought her into the time loop yes but i just didn't know from the beginning like here's a great example like right when he leaves his bedroom uh, with his girlfriend, I can't remember her name, but Misty. Misty. Misty? Okay. Right when he leaves the room, you see him jump into the pool. Yeah. And then he's on the raft, and the uh, the black guy comes out of the pool, and he's like, "Such a great day, isn't it?" He says some sort of line where he's like, "Today, tomorrow, it's all the same." Yeah. And that line, now I know, it's like he was. He's just being like, you know, he he says he's, it he's every already single broken day at this point, right? But but even in that first time watching, I was like, I didn't recognize that he was really meaning like he's yeah. already in the time loop. So they they did a good job of fooling me thinking yeah. that. Um, and then yeah, I guess so. Let's see. So let's just talk about that first day for us the, as, yes. as the viewers. What we saw, he um, Niles does the speech, the great speech, yeah, which. I did not see coming the the phenomenal speech. <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, yeah. okay. He's Dude, it looked the... like he was gonna just 
just yeah he's gonna be the bumbling idiot that, yeah uh, yeah yeah exactly. and then he comes in and he destroys it and gets a saves standing the day, ovation standing saves ovation. the day yeah, yeah. It'd be in- it'd be really interesting to know how many times he had said that speech, like in the sense of, uh, or, or had workshopped it to get it to where it fit just right. Yeah, like and, and, like because you know how in like in Groundhog's Day, like all these things, it was basically trial and error until he got it right. It was like these all these moving pieces until he got the perfect thing where Andy McDowell was like falling for him, and that's kind of like how I'm thinking about that speech is like. How many times had he used these combination of words where eventually it fell together and it was a perfect speech instead of just being a terrible speech, which he probably started with? Yeah, for sure. And I guess I just I just love the, I don't know, uh, I guess his confidence in it. Yeah. Yes. You know? Um, and, and then the dance scene afterwards where he's trying to uh, lure Sarah into dancing with him and she just yeah. won't. And yeah, man, I, I really enjoyed it. Um I'm trying to think, you know, so Sarah ends up, I guess, what is it that got her to go to the cave? Oh, that's right. He gets shot. Yeah, and he's he like shot with a bow and away. Yes. And sh- so she follows him into the cave or the volcano or whatever the heck it is. Yeah. Um, T- he tells her not to come in yeah. here. He does. He does. And then she's freaking out. She wakes up in the loop and she's, dude, oh her, her, her first day in the loop was hysterical, I thought. Yes. She's oh. freaking out. She's questioning everything. And yes. then uh, she goes out there and yells him in the pool. But then the bride, her sister. Oh, oh I forgot about that. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, she yes. comes out after her and slips, cracks her her teeth. front two her, teeth. Yeah. Oh yeah. Destroyed her teeth. Oh uh, my god. Bleeding profusely. And of course, she doesn't know that it's the time loop yet, so she just thinks everything's ruined. Yeah. So what? Yes. So also, one thought I had, I forgot to. I was going to say it earlier when you were speaking, Anthony. Um, I, I, they never really say how long he's been there. Uh, Niles, yeah. and he even says he's not sure, but I really do want to know. Like, I wonder how many days he's actually lived here. Yeah, I mean, you know? I, yeah, I, I think it's got to be. It had to have at least been the hundreds, maybe the thousands by that yeah. point, just Ooh. because. That's wild, man. That's wild. Because just because for him to become so numb to the situation, yeah, and like some of the numb. things that he would bring up, like he you talked about, like how he had done so much and things of that nature, it really made it seem like he. He'd become numb to life in general, uh, which actually I felt like it was an interesting, like, parallel to the idea of sometimes there's this idea in movies where, like, weddings are this, like, never-ending, like, thing that just kind of happens in your late 20s, early 30s where you're just going to weddings and you're just – it's like the same things happening Oh, in every single wedding. You just have all these friends that are just wedding after wedding after wedding and it just kind of – sometimes loses its um special the special nature to it when you're the person just going to all these weddings you're not actually a part of them or anything of that like that so i felt like that was a potential like kind of why they were playing it through the wedding is there's this especially in movies they play it that way where like the like you know like the idea of like something like 27 dresses where like by the time Catherine Heigl got to that point she like the wedding really didn't mean a whole lot to her it was she because she had been through this experience so many times already. Yeah, that's a great thought, man. Uh, I mean, they were numb to the fact that I mean, this is the, his a thousands or hundredth time yes. uh, at the wedding, so he was completely numb to the idea of of that. That's why he never wore a suit or a tuxedo to the <laughs> yeah. wedding. On which any was days. which yeah. is funny, <laughs> except for the, the flashback. The, the flashback to yeah. the first day. Uh-huh. Yeah, 
um, when he was well, one of the first days when he was with Roy, and he was actually yes, the oh, oh and the very very end, the end credit, yeah, the very yeah. end as well for sure. So yeah. yeah, when he flashes back and he's he meets Roy, and this is how he gets Roy into the in the whole mix. So yes. like they have this rager, uh, alcohol driven, yep. cocaine ridden, uh, ex- uh, fun extravaganza, yep. which I thought was a hilarious montage <laughs> of them just uh, in the clowning, tub, yeah, in the tub, they're yeah. holding each other. And uh, he, Roy drops a line, man, this is the greatest day of my life. I wish we could do this forever. And yeah. Andy Samberg not thinking. Because it will yes. also because he's not in his right yeah, mind. Yeah, no way. No. He's not in his right. He says, he says, let's go. Let's yep. do it. And he brings him into the loop with him, and he's pissed. And he's Roy, probably lonely, sure. too. He wanted somebody else to experience right. this with yeah, him. Yeah, which, you know? we, which we did learn. Which, uh, here's a thought, too. Like, and actually, you know what? I'm going to save the moral, ethical discussions for. Later, I, I kind of have some cool questions, but um, yeah, let's. Did, did they ever? I, I, I don't seem to remember them talking about how Niles himself first got into the loop. Did they specify that? I, I don't believe no, so. They didn't actually, uh, I'm assuming he probably just ended up out in the desert that first night yeah. and ended up he was, walking oh, in the cave. Actually, I think he, they mentioned that he discovered that Misty was cheating on him, and he like. Oh, maybe he went out into the woods. Yeah. Oh, he that's even worse. Yeah. He left. That, that, yeah. yeah, that would make a lot of sense. That's even worse. Um, yeah, <laughs> I'd rather find Which, that out, knowing yeah. that everything is pointless. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, it's interesting. Like you see him in one of the interesting parts is that last end credit scene. Is you see how well put together he is in that scene, and it kind of makes you think, like, how good of a person was he? How good of a boyfriend was he before he found out all this, before he got into yeah, this? Yeah, that's true. Was he just a normal guy? Was, was, because, you know, Andy Sandberg is, plays it as a very, like, carefree kind of person, that kind of idea. But when that last scene, you see him as he's very kind of like, he's almost kind of proper. Yeah, very. A little bit. So it almost like how much was taken away from him uh, when, by living through all of this. Yeah, that's a really good point. Um, so let's try to go back to chronological here. Sarah comes into the cave. She wakes up. That first day for her is awful. And I think she leaves altogether. That's when she, dri- she drives She home. drives to yeah. Austin. Yes. Right? And then she falls asleep. She drives all the way through, like, however many hours it takes to get to where they are. Uh, I guess yeah. California to Texas, so it's quite yeah. a bit. heck of a drive. Yeah. And you could see her just, yeah. like, trying to stay awake. Yeah. Yes. And then it, it, I, I thought it was really funny as she, the next few days, she's waking up, waking up, waking up at the same spot, and she's just getting more and more angry. Yes, you know, which led to one of the, my favorite scenes in the entire. Like it was such a short little scene where she comes in and she yells at Andy Sandberg, and Misty's like, "You're cheating on me!" And then he, Andy Sandberg, just comes back to her like, "No, you're cheating on me, That's, silly!" And it's just <laughs> yeah, that was good. Yeah, so nonchalant I, about yes, it. Yes, yeah. I just love that because it's such a like Andy Sandberg could just. He, it, it, that's what made him so perfect for this role is his ability to throw out those lines like that. Um, so I just loved his casting because he he can play that role so well. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. So and then shortly after that, uh, they they start to bond. Yes. Yeah. This, and that. this was and this was the part of the film. The montage. Yeah. yeah. The montage of the the amazing things they were doing that was so yes. funny. Yeah. Um, uh, the one millionth birthday where yeah. uh, yes. they have in the bar. And yes. They, <laughs> yeah. They keep going to that bar and you know the what the the dancing they did on the one. Oh yeah. The the, the choreo- they they kick the door open of the yeah. bar and, and they're all dressed in, up. They're dressed up. They're flipping cups. They're pushing people out of the way and then they do this choreographed dance and they yes. yes yeah oh man that was that was perfect. So um, and then let's talk about so the kind of the the main dilemma uh, of the film here was when. 
Sarah is essentially she's getting feelings for Niles because they yes. spent who knows how much time together, and Niles is still kind of closed off. He's still numb, just like we said earlier. Yes. And she basically is trying to hook up with him. You know, she's trying to have sex with him. Yep. And eventually they do, and they you can see they actually are both happy. They fell asleep together. And then in this movie, they wake up the next day, and both of them have smiles on their face. Yeah, I do. And you yeah. see, you see Niles for the first time. He always wakes up kind of looking so droopy. Yes, he wakes up happy, and you see the same exact thing with Sarah, and she has this big smile on her face, and then the reveal, the reveal, big reveal, the big reveal, because and it was alluded to earlier in the film when uh, her father said that he went into her room at six a.m. to look for her. And, yep. and she wasn't there. She, she yeah. wasn't there, and she said um, she went on a hike or something. It turns out that Sarah was not in her room that night. She was actually spending the night with Abe. And the groom. The groom. Oh, my yeah. gosh, dude. How crazy yes. is this? And Abe says to her, hey, you need to get out of here before someone sees you or something yeah. like that. And you can just see her face. Yes. Happiness and, to Yeah, and at that moment I realized, shame. at that moment I realized, okay, did she just forget? Like, she was having such a good time with Niles that she just yeah. totally forgot. Yeah. And then it totally brought her down. Yeah. So every day in the time loop, she wakes up to yeah. her shame. Yeah, and her, oof, one of her worst rough. shame. Yeah, on how like terrible a person yes, she yes, is. Yes. Yeah. Well, I think kind of what had happened with her was through this montage and things like what was happening was she was so excited to get up to hang out with Niles that, like, it almost became on it wasn't real for her Abe anymore. And then and this day she stayed a little bit longer and Abe came out and it just like it brought everything back yeah. to the forefront for her. That's right. She was so happy that she stayed in bed a little longer and yeah. she remember and, and that's what's that that's actually such an interesting premise of like how this time loop works. She's so used to waking up and just going. Yes. When in actuality like if you stick around a little longer you'll 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 be reminded of kind of your mistakes. You yeah. know yeah, for sure. everything that happens and then yeah. the next sequence, like the, literally the next scene, I think they're driving, I don't really know where, but he was all happy yeah. in yes. the car. He's like really happy. And she's just sad. Yes. And, uh, her, co- her waking up to Abe is what fuels her to try to get out. That's yes. right. That's right. So she's, she's confident about getting out again. And a cop's pulling her over, and she's, she's excited about it. Let's do something crazy. And he's, he's all nervous. He's like, you know what? What if it's Roy? And course it's not gonna be roy and then it turns out being roy yes <laughs> it is roy yep. and uh she like just crushes him yeah, with the she, car uh, right run, runs him over and yep. completely oh. smashes into him he's, he's still alive yeah yes. which and, we uh, find out later he yeah. <laughs> the nurses were keeping him alive right. so he was miserable for a few yes, days yeah so and he, uh, roy is trying to kill him so let's specify this here he's trying to right. kill him because uh niles brought him into the time loop and he Yes. Yes. He's not going to uh, be able to see his family yes. grow up. That's and, right. And grow, his twin children. Which we do learn that later. But can I mention back to another montage? Yeah, go for it. When when Niles is describing to Sarah who Roy is and why he's mad and then what he's been doing. Yeah. He says. Like sadistic. He, oh, yeah. yeah. He says he doesn't show up every day because he's back at his home. In Irvine. In Irvine. Yes. So sometimes he decides to not to show up. But every now and then he comes. And he's almost made a sport out of it. Yes. And, and to me, to find it's so and sadistic, yeah. but it's also really hilarious. Yeah. And the, the types of deaths he put him through <laughs> were just, were just <laughs> they're really <laughs> awful deaths. But in the, in the sense of this film, it was hilarious. Yes. Yes. You know, um, like electrocuting him. Yeah, electrocuting him. him. 
and waterboarding then him. Then they electrocute his balls. <laughs> I think so. He he did some crazy. Yeah, uh, lit the pool on fire. Yep, filled the pool. Oh with, like, yeah. Kerosene. What's that smell? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so that was funny. But anyway, so Sarah in this back to the the main the main um, the main stream here. So Sarah runs him over, and then another cop shows up and like tases Niles, and it's just this big old mess. And this is the part where they kind of separate, right? Yes. yes. Sarah she actually stops going to him, and they stop meeting up. Yeah, because he, he is honest about the fact that he lied. Yeah. Because Sarah earlier asked if they ever hooked up in all of his days that he's lived, and he said no. But really, he was lying. He said yeah. they've actually hooked up a ton. And she just felt so hurt and betrayed, where she just disappears for a while. Yeah. And it was kind of sad. Well, yeah, I th- you watched Andy Samberg's yeah. character fall again, like yeah. back to his numbness. Yes. Well, yeah. I think I think part of the reason for that is I think Andy Samberg character thinks it's because because of the fact that he had slept with her a bunch, and because of the fact that they had finally slept together in this stream. I think were the two things that he thinks led it to it. And I felt like with her, it wasn't so much that it was the the waking back to Abe. Like I feel like. Maybe she was a little betrayed by what he did, but I feel like the main thing was her was her own hate for herself and um, dealing with Abe. And but I think it was just at the really just the wrong time. Yeah, I, it was one of those situations where it was just like it looks like it's one thing, but I think it was it, with her it was actually completely something different. But it was a, the way it looked; it just tore at Andy Sandberg character so much because he wasn't able to resolve any of that for so long because she was gone for so long. Yeah, and and while she's gone, this is what motivates her to get crazy inspired to do a lot of research, which was so funny. Like, every day she goes to this, like, cafe, and she's studying quantum physics. Yeah, I really thought that was an intriguing aspect of the movie. She literally is learning quantum physics, and because she's in a time loop, she has, like, an infinite amount of days to become an expert at at quantum physics. Right, which is—and also, like, first of all, who becomes an expert at quantum physics? Yeah, over, exactly. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Like, yes. it, you remember in Endgame where <laughs> Ant Man actually says to them, he's like, "Any of you ever studied quantum physics?" Or and she's and like, the, "Only for the sake of conversation." Yes. Black Widow <laughs> says that. Yeah, but it's like so he be, she becomes this expert in quantum physics, which to me, again, there's no sense in this movie of how much time is actually going by for yeah. the three characters that are in the time loop. There's absolutely no indication. No. Yeah, I have no idea how many days it actually took her. But if I had to guess. It was a heck of a long time. Yeah, there's yes. no way I can imagine learning quantum physics yeah, in a couple and, of days. And no, I, it's it, it was probably years. Yeah, so yes. so that's how long um, Niles is without her again, and she eventually shows up, and he's she's like sitting in the bed just looking at him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> which is is crazy to me. Yeah, and he's so he's so happy, and because he thinks that you know maybe she's can't come back and forgiven him, and really she wasn't really mad at him in the first place all that much. She just really needed to figure out how to get out of this loop. And he starts, like, spewing whatever to try to get her back. And yeah. she's like, are you done now? She's and like, then they yes. go into she, the quantum physics. She actually physics. says, yeah. thank you so much. Now, can I say something? <laughs> yes. And then they, she goes in the, in the explanation on how she believes that yep. they can get out of there. And he didn't want to do it because he wanted her to stay and... Um, Live happy together. Yeah. You know. And actually, okay, this is where I want to get into... I have two kind of moral questions for you guys here. Oh, boy. Here okay. we go. Yep. Um... So before we kind of get to the conclusion of the film, let's just kind of pause to talk about this. So one, um, if you were Niles, okay, if you were in this time loop, like in that scenario there, the risk of you actually dying doing what she's proposing or 
getting her to stay because you do love her and you can spend every day together in that world, you know, like what would what would you do? Wow. Okay. That is a tough uh, quandary you have placed before us. So um, with the scenario the same, like us being exactly an Andy Samberg situation, right? Yep, that's what you're talking about? As Niles, that's as right. As Niles. Okay. Well, because, I mean, like I say, that hits me personally differently because obviously I have little of kids. Of course, so. yeah. So you got to completely yes, remove yourself remove from your from own context of life and everything. But, <sighs> but I mean, as Niles, man, I, I think I would more lean towards living and staying in the loop rather than risking the death. Yeah. Anthony, yeah. what about you? Um... I would like to think that in my current mindset, I would try to get out of the loop. But I think with the way that everything had played out, I feel like in that situation, I probably would have stayed in the loop as well. Yeah, I, I would have definitely stayed in the loop. Like it just like the way the movie portrayed what the kind of life they were living together, like when they were happy. Like this is the kind of stuff. Like I, ha- I personally have a different view of what actual heaven is going to really be like. But this is the kind of stuff where people, when they really think about what paradise and heaven is, it's like yeah. a lot of people think like every day you wake up and you're at this amazing, you know, party and you're always going to have fun. And it looks and you're with like the person you love you're with the person you love. That's right. So it looks like it would be a lot of fun. I mean, no one ever dies. No yeah. one ever ages. Now, I, you know, as a as a. I think I would get really tired of never seeing the world move on, though. Like, you would never experience, like, timely things. Right. Yes. But in this particular scenario, it just seems like he does have, I hate to say it, but kind of everything he would need or they would need to kind of be happy. But anyways, kind of a fun lot of moral questions. Here's another one. Oh, do you got to say something And and Well, just to say is, like, every mistake you make is erased. Like, you, you could do... Like whether it's on purpose or you're just messing around, but like if you were to do something really stupid, you it, you can just you're, you're okay. So the day is fixed. Like right. You don't have yeah. to worry about like the the, right. the the huge consequences of you doing or saying something wrong. Something that you know maybe you said in the heat of passion to someone, and you could do some crazy things. Yeah, well, yeah, like like just even like simple things. Like I don't know, like maybe he was talking to Misty. And he said he he hated her, and that like would normally in life that might be such a long lasting scar in a relationship, but in this scenario he could say it, and it would be immediately forgiven the next day. So yeah. like that type of idea. Yeah. Yeah. So to which there's a lot of people I really believe who would be like all about that. <laughs> I know that sounds crazy and weird, but yeah. All right. Here's another crazy question. Okay. So you know how he unintentionally brought Roy. And Sarah into the time loop. Yes. Yeah. I wonder what it would be like if, or like how sick it would be, I guess. But if he just like brought other people into that cave, and other people in that cave, and other people into that cave, like how crazy. I was thinking about that when I was watching. And I was like, what if he just brought everybody in there? I know. Like, what would, what yeah. would happen if they did that? But I don't know, man. I feel like that would. Uh, I mean, not yeah. That would change I, I, the I dynamic you, I think of the whole entire. A well, for sure, for sure. I, yeah. I wasn't actually saying like if it would make it a good movie it's just more of like a really funny thought right yeah I, I think that makes you the all of a sudden that changes you to the <laughs> uh, villain yeah yeah yes, I think so cause... I think so <laughs> hey before we get to the resolution let's talk about the scene where Niles goes to Irvine and he finds oh, where Roy yes. lives yes this is one of my favorite scenes and you see where, where Roy <laughs> takes his glasses off and he's like mother effer he's just so <laughs> he's so mad that he came to his house yes and uh, you kind you get to see the layers peeled back on Roy's Roy, character. Roy's yeah. character. So yeah, let's talk about that, Justin. Yeah. So one of my favorite scenes is they're sitting in the back, uh, and the kids are playing in the yard, and uh, Andy Samberg is trying to have a heart to heart, and Roy's talking about the 
the thing that crushes him the most is that he won't get to see his kids grow up. And he says, look at them out yeah. there playing. Like, my my son's watering some a pile of crap right yeah. now. And <laughs> yeah. it's it's strange and it's weird, but it's so it's so beautiful at the same time. And uh, literally, the kid is just sitting there pouring water on a pile of crap. <laughs> yeah. And I, I love that scene, dude. It was hysterical. Yes. It was it was really strange. <laughs> yeah. but, um, but it also, you know, he did have a thing where he said, too, he's like, I was so mad at you for so long. He was talking to Niles. Yeah. And he kind of had to get to this point where he, I don't know if he told, I guess he did totally kind of move on. Because, again, from the time that he shot um, Niles with the bow and arrow or whatever, the crossbow, we don't know. Again, we have no idea how many days have gone by yeah. since. Um, a lot. Because the entire time that he was in the time stream with exactly. Sarah. Yeah. So it's it, probably a lot of time. A long time. All the quantum physics. But anyways, so he goes and gets some perspective and some encouragement from Roy. Um, and he, I, I think he had given up at this point, but it's when he's, he somehow finds his, his way to Abe's room where he smells that perfume. Yeah. Yes. Which, which was so hinted funny. at in the beginning. Yeah. yeah. The yeah. beginning of the film. And yeah. He, it all yeah. makes sense to him. He's, yes. He, it clicks. Yeah. Yep. That makes, it, it makes all the sense in the world. Um, I think the, the scene of course with Roy is so very important because you were talking so much about how the idea of time is like, it, it, it it's very hard to sense where they are in time and i feel like this that scene so encapsulates the consequences what of what he actually did because i feel like you don't really feel it in the wedding you're just like oh all these people are having fun all this stuff right, like that right you really get to the feel the how roy is broken because he knows that there is nothing he can do to ever see his daughter walk down the aisle to yeah. ever and also on top of that he has to go to this wedding you know, to see this other, you know, person that he's related to walk down the aisle every single day, and he knows his daughter never will. He knows his son will yeah. never be able to grow old either. It's it's it really yeah, gets opposed, into go ahead. the um, emotional consequences of what is being done in this world. Yeah, as opposed to Niles waking up, seeing the woman that he knows is cheating on him every day. So he doesn't care. He's going to go sit in the pool, drink yeah. a beer, Go to the burrito truck. You know what I'm saying? He's right. just gonna, yeah, yeah. That's a, that's a really good point. It kind of changes the stakes. Yes, you know. Um, so, anyways, you know, we got to move on here. But let's just talk about pretty much the ending. Uh, Sarah is um, trying. She's she's got the C4 strapped to her back. Yeah. She's going to the cave, and Niles finds himself at the bar again. And is it uh, who's the? Is it is it Dara or the the lady that uh, Darla? Darla. That's yeah. right. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Darla says, whatever you're looking for, honey, it ain't at this bar. Yeah. And that one little line, somehow he's like, oh, my gosh, you're right. It yeah. Was, I, I really didn't get that. But it's funny. He 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 takes the – he steals the guy's truck, and he yeah. makes his way out there. So I'm, I'm not going to lie. I kind of thought for a second that they were going to have the old lady have been in the time loop the entire time with him. Like she, like, ended up there by accident as well, but didn't – like he didn't know that she was in the time loop. And – because that would be interesting. You're talking about Darla, right? Darla? Yeah, um, okay. uh, because um, you, you know earlier she said that was the greatest wedding speech oh, I've ever Darla. heard. And that's I've heard not Darla. That's, oh, that's not Darla. No, we're no, talking about the Darla that's like the, the grandma. Bar. That's, that's the Nana. grandma. I do believe the the grandma was in the time loop the whole you do, time. Really? I do believe that. Yes, because she says good luck. Like she says good luck with whatever you're about to do because she 
She knew. She. I'm telling you, she was in time loop. I really feel sorry like if I blew up, your, blew up your spot okay. about something yeah. else. No, you okay. did not. You know, trust okay. me, it's coming. So okay. Um, well, but hit yeah, us with it. But no. Uh, okay. So I love the fact that Andy Samberg goes to I think Scruggs or Scuggs or whatever. Yeah. That guy, and he's like, he's like, uh, I know that you, <laughs> I know you lost your virginity at a, some sort of concert. And yeah. And I'm your son, and he goes, I always knew I had I a kid. Knew. And <laughs> yeah. And so he uh, gets his dirt bike, and he goes, and he meets with her. And they go walking into the cave with the C4, and it's about to end. And Shimano, I don't know if you picked up on it, but it was, uh, I believe it was a How I Met Your Mother uh, jab for Christina uh, Milati. Okay, so what happens is that Niall says, where do you you want to go on our first date? And she says, your mom's house. And then which he says, this is a mistake. And she says, your mom is a mistake. So obviously, (laughs) I mean, her being introduced into the How I Met Your Mother series was a very controversial and it was not very re- received well and i i 100% believe that was them writing in a joke at about how that. I met your mother okay cuz when he says where you want to go on first date your mom's house obviously she's going to meet your mother yes. and then he says that was a mistake <laughs> where she follows it up with your mom's mistake lead, letting everybody outside know there yes. she knows very well that it was a mistake to join how i met your mother yes. so i have an interesting theory just real quick that I would have loved to have seen How I Met Your Mother and I know this is a little off the border, but the last season, instead of doing it the way they did, I wanted to see them do every episode was one year in the life of the family up until we had seen it. So that way, every episode, you're building her character base and building her into the group so that when you know she ends up passing away, like you feel it much more than you did throughout the regular season. Just throwing that out real quick, I just... You know, which that's be, how I feel. Which, like. because it was thrown in, is why she regrets the mis- that. that and yes. it's a mistake for her. But it was. I truly believe that it was one hundred percent a mistake for. Well, cool. So now that we're the in way a they did deep, it, for deep, sure. deep rabbit hole, let's yeah. try to bring it back to. <laughs> we'll, we'll wrap this up here. So the movie ends with basically. I'm being a little anticlimactic, but he he shows up to the cave again, and they jump. Uh, they jump into the cave. They blow up the C four at the right time. And it just goes black, and then they're in the pool. And I thought this was a nice this, little, yes, a nice little uh, movie work here. Reveal, right? A ni- nice little reveal. Um, you get the th- feeling that it didn't work. That's right. That's exactly what yeah. I thought. I, th- I thought, well, it didn't work, but now they're happy because they're still together, and they're just they're at this pool. They're like, "What do you want to do next?" They're eating a burrito, drinking beer, which they're drinking the same brand beer the whole yeah. entire movie. Yeah. And then the family comes home at the house that they're at and <laughs> yes. Andy looks at her and he's like, I guess they come home on Sunday. Like the November <laughs> Well actually or, the yes. the reveal was before that. It was about the dog. Oh yeah, yeah. No. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because that's the last thing they say in that scene. So earlier in that scene they're talking about the dog. About right. him having a dog. About him having a dog. I guess he says yeah, something. Yeah, so they knew yeah, yeah, yeah. He says yeah, something because he's, he's like, "I have a dog." I knew it I, then. I'm go home I knew my it. Dog. Then. He okay, said yeah. something so that was like, that "I guess." Part. He said, "I guess I better go get my dog now." And she's like, "You have a dog?" And he's like, "Yeah, my neighbor's watching it." And it's like, "Well, duh. There's no reason to go unless it worked." Oh, yeah. Okay. So, yeah. All right, I see. Just unless he really so wants were, to see his dog. So they were speaking as if it did work. Yeah. And what are we gonna yeah. do? But it was still a good reveal. Yeah. But then the family comes home. But that was like the definitive reveal. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's that's true. But and then that's it. That's it, and then again we get the scene with Roy uh, yes. in the post in the credit scene, mid credits, which was great. Yeah. I actually, I was I actually, so happy. I opened up Hulu again just to watch that scene because yes. I was like, I felt so. Can you imagine the rush of excitement he's feeling? Yeah. So I, when the when the screen went black, I was like, "How the heck did I not tell Roy about all this, man?" I was pissed. Oh yeah, I was like, I, I was like, I was gonna really feel like they were yeah. bad people if they did not tell Roy. And yeah. then, which I, the, yeah. she left the voicemail. I thought she was leaving it to her sister. 
Ooh. Yeah. Oh, uh, wow. Like, yeah, okay. some sort of confession. Yeah. Like, so, you know, she's leaving the wedding. I, I never knew, like, I never thought she was leaving a voicemail to Roy. Yeah. But I'm glad she did. I'm really yeah. glad it worked out. Um, okay, cool. we do need to wrap this up. Let's let's finish here. So we always do this on our on our movie reviews. Yay or nay. We're going to go around the round table here. Uh, Anthony, we're going to start with you. If someone wants to watch this film, Palm Springs, yay or nay? I would definitely say yay, yay, followed by a groundhog's loop, yay. <laughs> so again and again and again and again. again. Yeah, I'm going to say yay as well. Uh, actually, I even think if you watch it again, I think you're going to give it uh, even a better yeah, rating, you know to be this, honest with you, because you'll right. pick up on a few things. Yeah. Anytime like, you do- deal with time travel. Mm-hmm. Um, by the way, did you get the other like um, part where you get to see the – like see into that something may have been really wrong with what was with her or potentially with uh, her family when she when she whispered something to her sister and her sister just booked it. Yeah, I think she was telling her sister that Abe. Abe. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. We didn't mention that, but I. That's right. She did mention that earlier in the film. Yeah. So yeah. so maybe she didn't totally regress the thought because she was talking, and in that moment they were talking about trying to do something like morally good to get out of the loop. Yes. And so she thought coming clean about what happened would do it, and yep. it didn't. No, <laughs> it did yes. not. It did not work. Uh, for me, I would say emphatically, yay. Again, I I, it, I think it was a really fun film. And now that you mentioned that, I actually do want to see it again and 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 kind of focus in a little more you'll you'll definitely pick up on some different yeah, time travel movies are definitely worth a second watch yeah so okay um well, we're gonna get out of here but before we do do you guys have any sort of recommendations for any of our listeners for some of the things y'all been watching um this week uh, i don't really have anything extra you know okay, it was a busy yeah. week for me so <laughs> i'll tell you uh i started watching cursed on netflix and uh I'm just in a, a mood right now. I'm just picking up whatever Netflix is throwing out right now. I'm, I'm watching it, and uh, it's it's a uh, pretty good man. It's a it's a retelling or a different tale of like King Arthur, but yeah. it's on the perspective of what happens before and uh, how I guess the the sword falls in the hands of this uh, witch, quote unquote. Yeah, and uh, its story plays out from there. So uh, didn't yeah. you say there was something else on Netflix you've been watching too? Yeah, uh, Warrior Nun. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 no. Uh, oh, the old guard. The old guard. Yes, yeah. dude. Old guard was a good movie, man. Uh, yeah, dude. I heard it's. I've heard great yeah, things about Charlize Theron, yeah. dude. Uh, great, great movie. Man. We might need to. Uh, this might be a little bit of that, foreshadowing huh? yes. here. We might need to review that. Man. Unconfirmed was, reports. Yes. Unconfirmed reports. It was a really, really good movie, man. Really good yes. movie. Awesome. All right. Well, we're gonna get out of here. Uh, we've had a good time uh, doing the podcast with you guys. Just want to say one more time, if you haven't already, please follow us on Twitter at Royal Geek Pod and subscribe to us on uh, whatever platform you are listening to this podcast. Uh, for my friends Justin and Anthony, this is T-Roll signing off and saying thank you so much for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants. Peasants.